Hi everyone, and welcome back to Magnifique with me, your host, Gabrielle Forshi. It has been a day. It's been, it's been a day. We're girls. We're going to cry multiple times just thinking about how much we love our parents. And you know what? That is so fair and kind of embarrassing for me. But you know what? Love you, mom and dad. Let's see if they actually listen to this. If they do, I I better get a text. I better get a text, mom. Anyway, so here are some things that have happened since we last spoke. One, first and foremost, I need everyone to stop what they're doing right now and rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. There's a rate button. Give me five stars or get out. No, you can leave your honest opinions, but I would prefer a five star if I have the option. And follow us on Instagram at Magnifique Pod. We are so fun over there. I have 28 of you and I'm going to need some more. I need more besties over there, please. Magnifique Pod on Instagram. If you can't spell Magnifique, go to my Instagram, Gabrielle Forshi. It's in my bio. Or hey, there's a link in the show notes. Just click on the link, it'll take you right there. So in addition to that, I have kind of just been hearing so much chatter on TikTok that TikTok is killing itself and everybody's moving back to Instagram Reels from a creator standpoint. But as a viewer on TikTok, I am a ride or die TikTok girly. However, as somebody who's trying to be famous, I'll say it. I think I need to focus on Instagram, perhaps, maybe. You let me know. In general, I'm feeling more excited than ever about this pod. I've been excited, but I'm feeling quite Delulu. The perfect amount of Delulu to make stuff happen. So here we are. Buckle in. This episode was kind of just came out of nowhere, and it came to be very effortlessly, but it also evolved very rapidly, and I was very picky about what I allowed on this list. For those of you wondering at home and don't know how to read, that's fair. Some of Gen Alpha doesn't know how to read. Maybe Gen Z haven't. This is based off no research, just vibes here. Love you. So this episode is about the most iconic looks of all time. I used myself, Elle Magazine, and Vogue France to kind of compile this list and tell you what I think the most iconic looks of all time are. And clearly, my opinions are the most valid opinions, and you should take what I say as the Bible. As I go through this list, you will notice that there are no men on this list. And that is because I have three men that listen to this podcast. My fiancé and couple co-workers. There was, only, there was one man on this list. However, it got removed because he didn't mix. It didn't mesh. I didn't like it. And I'm sorry for your lack of inclusion. I'm sorry to the white men for the lack of inclusion in a podcast. It was Harry Styles, for those of you who are wondering who the man that got kicked off this list was. But all the love to Harold, I needed an even 10. And he, there were too many, so I had to cut him. Cut. Kind of like he was cut off the X Factor. There were plenty of masculine looks on this list. However, they weren't convincingly iconic enough to share with the group. So these are all my girlies. And in no particular order, these are some of the most iconic fashion moments of all time, in mine, Elle Magazine, and Vogue France's opinion. 
I wish I had a sponsor that I could put in here to kind of break up the sections. Number one is the iconic and ever-famous Marilyn Monroe in Gentlemen's Prefer Blondes. Marilyn Monroe's hold over fashion cranked up even more in 1953 when she played the role of Laura Lee in Gentlemen's Prefer Blondes. This film's jazz number, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, premieres Monroe in a strapless satin fuchsia gown by costume designer William Trevilla. Trevilla? Who's to say? With matching opera gloves, and she's just bathed in jewels such as bracelets, necklaces, earrings. If you can imagine it, she's wearing it with diamonds because diamonds are a girl's best friend. Of course. Originally, the look was supposed to have black opera gloves and matching shoes. However, they opted for fuchsia and they made the right decision, in my opinion. Marilyn is so, so, so iconic. So iconic. She runs old Hollywood, and I love that. I'm obsessed with her, and I could and should give her a whole episode. She embodies divine femininity. When you think of Marilyn Monroe, you think of two dresses. This one and another one that is later down on this list, so I will not be spoiling that. You probably already know, because when you think of Marilyn Monroe... You think of one of two dresses. The other one you're thinking of, that's the other dress on this list. There have been so, so, so many celebrity recreations of this look, and I just wanted to name a few, if you don't mind. I have Kylie Jenner and Julia Schlafer, both on Halloween of 2019. That's why I kind of mixed them together. 2019, they both recreated this iconic look and costume. We also have Camila Cabello in 2018 at the iHeart Music Awards, iHeart Radio Music Awards. We have Ariana Grande in 2016 for the MTV Music Awards. We had Blake Lively in Gossip Girl. And then Paris Hilton unintentionally gave us a copycat look. She also Marilyn also wore a version of this dress just in white to the premiere of her film there's no business like show business so she really loved this dress as well the pink dress sold at auction for three hundred and seventy thousand dollars i'm surprised it's not more the next look i have is from sophia loren in arabesque sophia loren showcased a blush pink organza gown Designed especially for her part in the 1966 thriller Arabesque by Mark Bowen at Dior, is who designed it. It is considered the most enviable on-screen wardrobe of all time. Yves Saint Laurent himself was also personally involved in the creation of Lauren's costume. She is draped in this gorgeous pink color sheer chiffon gown. It kind of resembles one of those really gorgeous robes that the girlies went crazy for in 2021 on TikTok, of course. They called it the divorced wife's revenge robe. I feel like you know what I'm talking about. Please tell me you know what you're talking about, what I'm talking about. It is the sheer one with wide sleeves and faux fur trimming. 
I'll post a picture on Instagram. I'll show you. On our story. At Magnifique Pod. Go look it up. This look also featured the iconic 60s hair and makeup. She had the, um, the white eyeliner, the very, very bold spider lashes, short black middle bo- parted bob. She had a bob. This look really just embodies 60s couture. Now we're going to go with something a little more recent. How do we feel about Rihanna's yellow fur trimmed gown at the Met Gala in 2015? Well, for the 2015 Met Gala themed China Through the Looking Glass, the Shine Bright Like a Diamond singer and Fenty Beauty CEO wore a fur trimmed galpage gown. So there's a story behind the gown, and without it, it's just the most incredible yellow golden dress lined with floral embroidery and fur trim, accessorized with a golden ornate headdress. However, there's a quote from Pei about the dress. And that quote is, the focus and the attention paid to this dress will make it remembered by the world. What I want is to make them remember. It is my responsibility to let the world know China's tradition and past, and to give the splendor of China a new expression. I hope that people do know China in this way. I remember this dress getting a lot of attention, both good and bad. It was the talk of the town in 2015, the talk of my high school classroom. This dress was handmade by one woman, and it took two years to make. So there's a lot of love and care and just heart poured into this gown. And I think that she wore it beautifully, dare I say. The next one. Oh, the next one. The next one is Lady Gaga's meat dress in 2010. How do we feel about the meat dress? The legendary meat dress. It may be disgusting, but it is by far one of the most memorable dresses of the 21st century. It was designed by Franz Fernandez and styled by Nicola Formichetti. Gaga has explained that it was all about sending a message. And that message read, if we don't stand up for what we believe in, and if we don't fight for our rights, pretty soon we're going to have just as much rights as the meat on our bones. And I'm not a piece of meat. So this dress was to send a message and was tied to her protest against the don't ask, don't tell policy from the military. She wore this outfit to accept video of the year. Um, I think this was, I think I have that this was at the MTV Music Awards. This dress was so iconic. She is so iconic. I get the Lady Gaga love. I want to be her. This dress was revolutionary. I vividly remember seeing this dress on the TV at age 10 and just being so shocked. I don't think I could tell you who Lady Gaga was at the time, but I knew her that night and I knew her going forward. The next one I have is Jennifer Lopez's jungle print dress by Versace. So, fun fact that I learned, this dress actually launched Google Images. The CEO of Google, Eric Schmidt, at the time, previously admitted as much Google users wanted more than just text. This really became apparent after the 2000s Grammy Awards, where Jennifer Lopez wore a green dress that, well, caught the world's attention, 
At the time, it was the most popular search query we had ever seen. But we had no surefire way of getting users exactly what they wanted. JLo wearing that dress. Google image search was born. That was a quote by CEO Eric Schmidt. The Versace chiffon jungle print gown with just a plunging neckline was pretty risque at the time. The singer and actor previously proved that it is as relevant as ever. The now 51-year-old closed the spring-summer 20 Versace show in a close recreation of the gown. And one more needs to be said. She is the moment. I feel like I've heard rumors that she's worn this gown in various renditions on multiple occasions. And you know what? To that I say, if you have an outfit and a pattern that works, wear it. Wear it everywhere. Wear it to the grocery store. There are many celebs who have also worn this dress, just in a less iconic way, dare I say. Amber Valletta wore this dress on the 2000s runway, except the version that Valletta wore was shorter and more knee-length. We also have Donatella Versace. She wore this dress to the 1989 Met Gala, except she wore her own version of the dress, which had sleeves. Gary Halloway predates Jayla wearing the dress in January of 2000 at the NRJ Music Awards in France. And then Lisa Renna, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she wore this to a costume party inspired by JLo, and she even got JLo's stamp of approval. So that, I love that. Okay, the next one, and honestly, maybe the most iconic. Princess Diana's Revenge Dress. The night that Prince Charles admitted on television to his affair with Camilla Parker Bowles, Bowles, Princess Diana stepped out in this mini black dress by Christina Stambolian titled The Revenge Dress, for very obvious reasons. It is a ruched, off-the-shoulder, knee-length, little black dress, LBD, paired with silver jewelry and accessories, and sheer black tights. What, what more needs to be said? Like I said, if there was a ranking for these iconic looks, this would be number one. It'd be number one, and then top four would be blank because she's number one and the next one is number five. Even before I got into fashion, I knew that this was the revenge dress. So post-separation, Lady Di is stepping out in her little black dress, ready, forget, ready to forget stinky cheating Charles' existence. She wore this dress to the Serpentine Gallery, and this dress was commissioned in 1991, three years before the quote-unquote rift, as the Town & Country magazine calls it. She wore this dress to kind of assert her newfound independence, and even knew it'd be a show-stopping dress at the time of wearing it. She's iconic. I love her. We love her. The People's Princess. Okay, what list would it be if I didn't include this next one? It is Audrey Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany's. In her role as Holly Golightly, Audrey Hepburn inspired a generation of fashionistas as she stood in front of the iconic Tiffany & Co. building on New York City's Fifth Avenue in a form-fitting gown, black gown, gorgeous sunglasses, and three strands of thick pearls. 
The black Italian satin evening gown was designed by Hubert de Givenchy and has three copies preserved to date. Don't laugh at my pronunciation. And the jewelry was made by Roger Skimama, designed, and he designed a lot of Givenchy jewelry. The original hand-stitched dress is currently stored within the house of Givenchy's private collector's archive. And then one of the copies Hepburn took to Paramount Studios and is currently displayed at the Museo de Traje in Madrid, Spain. And the other copy was auctioned off at Christie's in December of 2006, now owned by a private American collector. Audrey Hepburn is so beautiful. She's just so delicately feminine. I said this about Marilyn Monroe, but Audrey Hepburn is just femininity. This look was accompanied by the most gorgeous, gorgeous updo and micro bangs. I would love to start paying homage to Miss Hepburn in my style. She is so soft and just femininity. I have been trying to really hone in on my personal style and it is kind of like I would classify it as classic femininity. And that's what I think Audrey Hepburn is. Classic femininity. Femininity. I did hear rumors on wikipedia.com that this dress is kind of classified as the most iconic little black dress of all time. So I think that Audrey and Lady Di are going to be in a fight for whose black dress is the most iconic black dress. Okay, she's back. Marilyn Monroe in The Seven-Year Itch. You know the dress. In the 1955 filming of The Seven-Year Itch, while wearing the white dress designed by costume designer William Trevia, the same designer as Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, Marilyn Monroe stood over the subway gate in New York City and produced what may be the most memorable movie scenes of all time. She stood atop a New York City subway grate for that shot. I've never seen the movie. I'm very much not a movie girly. So learning that fact, it's brand new information to me. I didn't know where that movie was shot. I didn't know it was a subway grate. I just knew that she held the dress from flying up. That is a little wild. But of course, Marilyn made the list twice. Literally, what did you expect? What did you expect? This is the famous white Marilyn Monroe dress. The dress that you think of when someone brings up Marilyn Monroe. It's that dress. The costume designs for the dress was sold following William Trevia's death for $50,000. Just the sketch. I actually couldn't find much about the history of this dress. I couldn't even find people recreating the look. I could just find places to buy replicas. That's how frequently this dress is recreated and the look itself is recreated. So I apologize that I can't give you a massive list of celebrities who have also recreated the look, but I can guarantee you most celebrities have considered at least recreating the look. The next one is a bit more recent. Bella Hadid's spray-on dress at Paris Fashion Week in 2022. 
It was kind of just a blending of technology and fashion when Bella Hadid appeared at Paris Fashion Week in 2022. And the dress was created by special fibers that were sprayed onto her body on the runway by designers from French fashion house Coperni. Coperni? The look itself took 10 minutes to complete, and of course, she looked stunning the entire time. What did you expect? When the spray portion of the dress was finished, a woman cut a slit into the leg and pulled down Bella's sleeves to create an off-the-shoulder look. This look was a white fiber dress that still managed to somehow flatter her so seamlessly. I couldn't find too, too much discord about the actual dress, so this next portion is kind of just going to be vibes. Just vibes, no research. You can't use this part against me in the court of law. I may just be making a lot of this up. But don't worry, it should be about like three minutes of me rambling. This dress took my breath away. I, so this was in the age of TikTok, of course. So I've watched so many videos about this dress being made and just being sprayed on her. Every time it came up on my For You page, of course I'm watching it. Literally, what are you expecting me to do? Not watch it? No, it's Bella Hadid. The 10 minutes lets your mind wander, and the interactive features really adds to what makes this dress so incredibly iconic. I put it on this list because the technology that went into it, insane. One thing about me, I'm a Bella Hadid stan. I fear I'm addicted to her beauty. Okay, the last one is kind of a silly, goofy one, but it's still quite iconic. This is Bjork at the 73rd Academy Awards in 2021. Now, Bjork is already widely known for her avant-garde musical and fashion aesthetic. However, there's not been a red carpet nearly as memorable as Bjork's swan-shaped dress that she wore to the 73rd Annual Academy Awards in 2001. Okay, there might be something as memorable, and that'd be the Lady Gaga dress. However, Right now we're talking about Bjork. Bjork. There have been many times when this dress has been defined as tacky or gauche. But the swan dress is still one of the earliest and most recognizable looks in modern day media. It was a crystal-lined bodysuit surrounded by a huge puff of white tulle. A long neck that draped around her own neck with a white beak resting on her chest. And guess where her accessories were? A trail of eggs that she laid as she walked down the red carpet. Are you joking me? That's so iconic. There has been one TV show replication of this look that is ingrained in my brain due to being a child. And that would be Miley Stewart in Hannah Montana recreated this look on the red carpet with Jake Ryan in an episode of the iconic Hannah Montana. However, she was not a fan of this look, and neither was I when I saw it. But learning about how intricate this dress was and the assess the trail of eggs itself. Before this episode's research, I'd only knew Hannah Montana's look. I thought that was just a quirky thing that she did in the show. I didn't know it had true cultural significance. I didn't know the I didn't know the history of the swan dress. I thought it was haha goofy. So in that sense, this is iconic. Those are my 10 most iconic looks of all time. I hope you enjoyed that. There were so many iconic looks that I just simply could not list them all. 
I simply couldn't. And I think one thing we can learn from this episode is that Marilyn Monroe ran the fashion world. I didn't even mention the happy birthday Mr. President dress that Kim K also wore. Speaking of, what are our thoughts on that? How do we feel? Do we, do we hate that she wore it to the Met Gala? Is it none of our business that she wore it to the Met Gala? What, what do you think? Let me know. But this was, this was fun. I hope you're not too offended by the left-off looks and the kicked-off looks. I'm not going to tell you which ones I kicked off. Except for Harry Styles at Coachella, I did kick off his jumpsuit. But he'll forgive me, as I will never, I will never breathe the same air as him. And I would prefer it to be that way, actually. Please, don't let me breathe. No. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I did think that this episode was going to be longer, so I'm going to go cry about that, if you don't mind. If you'd like to keep up with us, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at MagnificPod, or go ahead and follow myself at Gabrielle Forshee. Both of those links are in the episode notes, so please feel free to check that out. I'm also very afraid of accidentally plagiarizing anything, so all, all links that I used for research are also in the episode notes if you need to fact check me at all. But until next Monday, thank you for joining us, and I will see you next time.